Axiom, the tasty truth. Ladies and germs, welcome to I Like Your Style with Elder Bryson. We are here with our special guest, Down Boy. Where are you guys from? Nashville, Tennessee. Hell yeah, you are. Uh, and yeah, we're going to talk about music and have some fun and, you know, hopefully maybe get in trouble with the authorities. What's going on, guys? Yeah. <laughs> Love it. That's awesome. So uh, tell tell us a little bit about Down Boy. What's the origin story? How how what's the uh, what's your uh, Clark Kent you know situation? Well, I mean, we met at a Christian university um, Belmont. named Belmont, yep, and yep. we immediately proceeded to drawing pentagrams on the ground. No, <laughs> and making music. Okay, figuratively, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, that's a. Originally, I was actually not part of the band. I was uh, they had a, they started with a different bass player for about a year, and then essentially he didn't vibe well with the rest of the band, and uh, they asked him to leave. Yeah. And then I was their first pick for next in line. I mean, because we were drawing pentagrams on the ground, and that's he, he, not true. He, but, but he went off to work at Disney, so that doesn't. Ah, uh, uh, he did. Yes, he did. You know, Mickey Mouse doesn't look good with with Satan horns. Uh, are you no, sure about that? The escape <laughs> No, he manages it. Yeah, like South Park. Yeah. Oh yeah, no that that South Park Mickey Mouse is my favorite. Um, (laughs) So, what's one thing you guys wish you had known when you guys started Down Boy? My my mind went to our manager experiences. Yeah, we've had like multiple. Yeah. Well, just. Our first manager, we ended up living in one of his houses. <laughs> we split one room three ways, but each of us still paid like four hundred fifty dollars. What? And we didn't know. We just did it. Yeah, we like one of us slept in the closet. It was like this long closet. <laughs> I, I did not live there. I lived right. separately. Right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but yeah, at yeah. one point, and and get and this was like this literally was like a one bedroom house. Like it was just one big like living that, room. No, that was a different house that we split. Oh, a different one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, you're talking about tail. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh, whoops. Should we oh, say names? Well, whatever. Go for it. Yeah. So, Nobody he knows who Teo is. In his room and never cleaned no. it up. <laughs> he did. It's true. It's very gross, but it's true. Who's this guy? I've never heard. He of He walks him. around the shit in his room. Okay. Oh, <laughs> anyway, holy yeah, man, shit! That, that was one. That was one manager, and then the second manager basically just took advantage of us every way, every chance that he could get. But mm-hmm. the, the thing is, there was one common thread, and that is both managers we lived with. <laughs> I, he, I've never heard you, that you, before. You, he has. He himself. So don't has. live with your manager. And it's at four hundred and fifty dollars to like each to split a room three ways. That's insane to me. Like I live yeah, in California. You're young and dumb freshman. <laughs> ah, fair enough. <laughs> so uh, you know, you guys come from a Christian school, and then you know you started drawing your pentagrams on the ground. So what does the yeah. phrase "sex, drugs, and rock and roll" mean to you? <laughs> I think each in I think each of us represents one of those. No. 
<laughs> I think Noah sucks. No, yeah. no. Um, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you could put that on one on each of us. That's a little bit. Wouldn't that be know. great though? We could be like an improv comedy troupe <laughs> called Sex, Drugs, and Rock and Roll. Who, who gets Rock and Roll? That's the thing. We, we all do. Because that's the one everyone wants. That's the holy. I was gonna ghost. say, it's like I'm, I'm Rock and Roll man. Because the have, other two are sins. I have a denim jacket that literally has a patch that says Rock and Roll. Okay, I just that's there. You go. I just thought of something. Here's the comparison, Christian, to that. Sex, no. Drugs is God. Uh, sex is sex there. is the the sun, and <laughs> and rock You're and roll is the holy up. rock and roll is the holy ghost. That's true. I will. I will. I would vouch for that. There rock and go. roll is the holy ghost. <laughs> all right. All right. I yeah. I think we're all in agreement here. You know, meeting adjourned. Uh, <laughs> on a scale of one to ten, how weird are you guys? Ten. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Very weird. It's Nine. Yeah. <laughs> Nine. Yeah. That's that's a it that's a high goes, level. Uh, yeah. What's the weirdest thing like you guys eight, have ever done? And as far as like me, I'm probably an eight. No, is probably a nine. Nathan a is definitely a ten. I'm past the ten. He's, fat, he's eleven. <laughs> it goes to eleven. It does. Yes, it it does, does go to eleven. Our, our, our sanity. <laughs> so what what is the weirdest thing you guys have ever done? <laughs> There's too many things. Oh my god, I don't know, man. I don't, well, I mean, right now we're sitting in a basement that's covered in like blankets made by grandmas, and we call it a studio. That's um, true. But <laughs> can you see any of this? I can see a very good chunk of it. Yeah, um, but I feel like blanket studios are like the crux of any band. Like, if yeah. you've never recorded in a blanket studio, who are you? Yeah, okay. Mm, that's fair. Right. Yeah, this is all this is all Nathan's creation, by the way. Like he we moved into this house a little over a year ago. And first thing he did was he came down to the basement because like he was like, I'm gonna live down there, I'm gonna set up a room and like a studio and all this stuff. And so he he got down here and just went crazy buying blankets, tapestries, all this shit, and he just started putting it up everywhere. And crazy. he did it, he did it in like two days. It's like, well, it's and it, this is a big basement. He did it in like two days. Well, it was covered. Things, we got, we got, we're doing music in it now. Yeah, we're do, that's doing a little music. It's true, and so it was worth it. That's totally. True. Wait, but I think even weirder though was for a while. I'm gonna poke you. Uh, for a while, I had a, a van called the the Big Blue Jam Van, that's true, and we yeah. would drive around and jam in it while yeah. it was driving. He had a uh, he had this he had this little small like baby upright piano that he actually had in the van. It's right there. Yeah. And yeah, no, it's it's here it's here in the basement now. And I drove around and you played it. Yeah. While I, I was driving I, down the highway. I have a video somewhere of me of me sitting in the van. We were driving to a, a party, and I'm sitting in the van like playing on this piano in the back. It's it's. <laughs> Yeah, that was pretty weird. I, I feel like there should be more videos of that. I think that that's like something you guys could like make into a thing, like just you know, a little recording setup. Like uh, so here, sad story. Yeah, and here's yeah. what's even weirder: uh, is that fate had it that one of our neighbors was drunk and he like totaled his car against the back of it, and the the price to fix it was more the ins- than the insurance was going to value it at. Yeah. So <laughs> I ended up taking some money and then transferred it over. And I got a cool vintage car, but hey. sadly the jam van is dead. But, but we have some plenty. Yeah, there are Instagram point. videos of us playing in the jam van, like from like last year, two years ago. Yeah, That's it, it has an Instagram account called the Big Blue Jam Van. And but one it's day, also a lot of them are on Downboy. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. So, so. we no, we ended up not posting them on there. Yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> I'm sad though. No, it was that. sad, man. Uh, man, that that night too, the night that it got crashed into the back of, I, I was, here. I was awake, um, and uh, and I just I was I was inside my room. I think I was like playing video games or something. It was like yeah. one o'clock, two o'clock in the morning or something like that. It was loud. And it was, yeah. and the thing, well, the thing is, is my room was right by where it was parked on the yeah, street. So I just heard this smash and I was like, yo, what the heck just happened? And so I like run out the front door and I just see the van, just the back, just completely just like smashed into. And this guy just standing outside of his car that's smoking and, oh my God, he ended up, he left that car, the total car there for like three days. <laughs> very annoying that's so weird yeah i'd be i'd be pissed yeah it was fun i actually gave him a hug that night it said it's gonna be okay oh we didn't call the cops i was gonna say didn't we go didn't to call the cops and you yeah. know and he ended up taking money from the family so he ended up make, getting more than the yeah, insurance they, so i did they settled so it yeah. all worked it worked out there we go it also the ends well right just it's my number one rule don't be a dick uh oh, yeah. <laughs> true <laughs> So, I say what, I like Lincoln better though. The new car is cool. White, oh yeah, white, white eighty nine Lincoln. Oh fuck uh, yeah, it's a Lincoln Town car. Yeah. it's dope. It's like those are the ones that like they have like the spaceships and and the, like yeah. the cockpit feel, right? Yeah, I'm Sorry. about it. Yep. Oh, yeah. It's so like the, the big front row and the big back row. It's such a cool car too. I've gotten <laughs> to drive it once and it was really fun. It's a good. Car. I mean, those town cars are big enough to fit instruments in. Like you guys could do oh, videos yeah. in there. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. We have big trunk. Yeah. Sweet. I'll have to check those out. Well, uh, it's actually it's in our uh, it's in one of our music videos we just shot that's yeah, out. Um, yeah. In the music video for Under the Light, we actually use that car, so you can actually see it in that in that video. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, so, what have you guys been listening to lately that's been inspiring to you? Dude, I've been getting into this girl named Valerie. Wait, James. Right? June. June. Oh June. my gosh, Valerie June. Sorry. Valerie yeah. June. She's like soulful country gospel she has this like twang to her voice but this like Bluesy. easygoingness and Bluesy. it's i love her so much what about you <clears throat> uh i i can't not say tool like yeah. i just like yeah. it's <laughs> always happening and they like have won an an ama american music award oh, or really? they they won like multi, they won a grammy too like this album they just put out it's like really killer and i saw them on their last tour and like that's pretty much the biggest show I saw before this all happened. So mm. I'm still like riding off that. Um, I'm so jealous. <laughs> I wanted to go, but like the tickets near me were way more than I could afford at the time. Oh yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> I paid hundred bucks to be like way up in the risers and I got them like day of and then everywhere else we were sold out. So it's very fucking hard to see them. <laughs> yeah. No, no. Well, I mean, if we ever get to again, like Maynard might right. never <laughs> be able to sing again. Like I know thanks. Maynard got COVID. Yeah, so he, oh he, he, yeah, and so he has, has like permanent damage to his lungs. What? And yeah, it's messed yeah. up. And he says like whoever denies COVID, fuck you. Like, yeah, wait, it's it's fucked. Happen? Like earlier this year, he's he had it. So yeah. Dang. What about you, Grayson? What have you been listening to? Uh, well, I, I've been listening to this uh, to this podcast called Dissect. Oh. Um, and right now, the season that they're on is they're going through because the internet by Childish Gambino. Oh, nice! And so I'm getting into that album again, yeah. like heavily, because I didn't realize until I started listening to this podcast, I didn't realize that it was like a conceptual album hmm. that has like a, a much larger world around it besides just the album. That's like, there's awesome. that's what it's about. I wish I I wish I had gotten into it when it was popular because 
Like even the live shows that Childish Gambino did were like, it was all connected. Like it was all this like world that he just brought to life. And I just, and just hearing Donald Glover talk about, uh, talk about like just creating that world uh, as a whole or whatever. Ah, It's just so cool. It's such a huge artistic endeavor that it, and it turned out to be such a like cool thing. So I've been really getting back into because the internet. Yeah, no, that's uh, it, it. Bums me out that he never plays anything off because of the internet or camp anymore. Like yeah, his new well, stuff's it's cool. Such but a, it's such a you know, it's like such a bubble in time. You know, he just it's meant to be. To, it was meant to exist in just that time and just that space. And I love oh, absolutely. That. That's awesome. What have you been listening to, man? What have I been listening to? Um, shit, lately. Uh, what is what have I been listening to lately? Uh, Let's 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 pull it up and see. Uh, nice. Freaking, uh, there's there's clipping. I've been listening to a lot of clipping, a lot of acetone, and a a lot of uh, nine inch nails. Oh, nice. nice. Yeah, that's that's been my uh, that's been my recently recently big jams that I've been enjoying. But I'm all over the map. Like uh, my my music's mostly inspired by like. I don't know, like Joy Division and The Cure, that kind of shit. So, oh, nice, hell yeah, That's awesome. It's good times. Um, so, what has been your guys' biggest failure as a band, and what did you learn from it? Oh, I have plenty of those, man. I, I feel like my oh. entire life's a failure. Or, what, okay, what are you guys? <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I'm gonna say so. We've been a band for six, seven years now, yeah. something like that, yeah. and. This album that's coming out on Halloween yeah. is actually our second album. Yeah. But it's the first album that all three of us appear on. Yes. So it's kind of our first album in a lot of ways. Yeah. And it's kind I of too. long overdue. It's yeah. long overdue because we've recorded like three two like two other albums, like a live two album, a two and a half. We've yeah. recorded two other albums. One was a live album. One was just an um, an album that we did. Mm-hmm. Over like a weekend at a really cool studio with a with a great engineer and everything, yeah. and then we've recorded a bunch of songs in between, and we haven't released like almost any of them. Yeah. We've released maybe like three singles up until the first album, Let Go or yeah. uh, Into It We Go. Yeah, and then we've now released two more songs, <laughs> and we're releasing eleven songs total yeah. <laughs> on Saturday this month on Saturday. Yeah, Halloween. Which, so happy it, Halloween. Yeah, it, it's been long overdue, and and so I'd say in a lot of ways that's kind of our biggest failure. But also, it's been our biggest failure in the sense that I I I've really been attached to those recordings. Yeah, as I've you know I, like when we made them, I thought they were really good and everything, yeah. and I wanted yeah. to put them out. But then we didn't because we moved so quickly in our sound as a band. Like we we moved on to a different sound so quickly that it that we felt like what we had recorded didn't identify us like as a band yet we were still yeah. we, we kept holding off because we were like okay but we're at a different place now so let's not put it out yet because yeah. we sound different now we've 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 grown so much in like six months or whatever since we last since we recorded this album so yeah we've been kind of letting it marinate for for a while for sure but so in a lot of ways i'd say like that that's kind of a failure because we've got all this stuff that i wish that we had re- that we had released but also i'm kind of glad we hadn't yet because this album really feels like a good, true introduction to us as a band. Yeah, I'm all cool. Yeah, exactly. I also think like 
I went away to South Carolina for a while and I like mm. thought that like took momentum away from the band because I had to leave school and we had to stop playing. We played like one show, mm. but Nathan had to like come get me, which is like eight hours away. Yeah. <laughs> it was my dad was punishing me for getting in trouble here in Nashville with the police. So getting in trouble with the authorities oh, on the theme. Mm. On theme. What did Sting um, do to you? <laughs> I ran away from the cops. Um, such a good story. And then I got away. And then I went to sleep. Next morning, I went and turned myself in. But they didn't have a warrant. So then I left again. And then they mm-hmm. came to my house, but I was at a friend's house. And then I, they ended up driving me down to the courthouse. And then I stayed in there for two hours. They let me go. And then I went to court, and they said I got time served. So I just have resisting arrest on my record, not a DUI or weed charge or any of that. So, yeah. Anyway. You, you lucked the fuck uh, out. I, yeah. <laughs> so it's epic. And so I yeah, my dad like pulled me out of school and like I had to take a year off. I worked at Jersey Mike's. Woo. You know, made sandwiches and then came back and started, you know, doing music again. So but I if that hadn't happened, I, I imagine that year being very like pivotal for us. Mm-hmm. If that didn't happen, if we didn't have that break, other things could have happened. But who knows? We're still here, so that's good. Exactly. You, you never know what could... You can't live in the what-ifs, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So what advice would you guys give to somebody who aspires to be a musician? Mm-hmm. You go first. Um, I, well, just, I've always been told to be myself and be you to the fullest. And I was told that as a kid, and I took it to heart. And But that's like... That's kind of a hard way to go because if you if you find yourself and you're kind of weird and you're expressing that to its fullest, then you might not fit in in all the ways that you should be. Um, and like you know, I, I've played for so many bands and just not gotten fulfillment from it because, like, as a keyboard player, most of my gigs with other bands are with keyboard because. I guess there are less keyboard players. Uh, and keyboard players are weird and, and kind well, of... And you're really versatile. Like, you can play a fuck ton of different genres and shit. Well, I... Uh, that aside. So, like, well... You got, being a keyboard player, you're like, hey, uh, can you play this synth sound? And just, like, just play it just once every measure. And then <laughs> that'll be good. And it's just like... Just vamp on F. Just vamp. You just the vibe. Pop, just pop vibe Belmont it singers out. is what's happening here. Yeah. Right. But... I mean, everyone wants something specific, and but also keyboards aren't cool. It, no one's like, dude, look at that fucking keyboard Wonder. player. <laughs> well, you know who? You know, who, come on, like, when you look at him, he's like, he's fucking cool. I'm telling you, but you know who wasn't cool enough in the school of rock movie? Ray Charles. No, <laughs> no, it was the the keyboard player yeah, the keyboard was not player. cool enough. I'm not cool enough. He's not cool enough. He's not cool enough for the band. Is that slightly racist now? I, I, well, I, no, he, well, I don't know. He may have he been. He accent. may have been an immigrant. I mean, like, yeah. Well, no, actually, the actor I'm pretty sure actually had an accent. No, I'm pretty did. sure, like, <laughs> so it's not racist. Okay. Like, he, he I was just an think actual it's funny immigrant. When people like say it, repeat it. I know. Maybe I mean? maybe I shouldn't do the accent because I'm white as hell. Maybe that's what we're laughing at because I did the accent and I shouldn't have. But I'm know. just, you know, it's a great movie. It's whatever. an awesome movie. Anyway. I love Jack Black. Also, here, I'm just going to plug this. Tenacious D just put out uh, Doing the Time Warp. I don't know if you saw it. Oh, my God. What? No. It's fucking awesome. That's incredible. And him and Kyle Gass are are dressed up as Rocky Horror, and like they look fucking ridiculous. He kills it, too. (laughs) Yeah, no, he goes 
his face is like red, like he is so intense. Actually, yeah, I feel really like Jack Black's funny. voice was made for the time warp, so yeah, I, I hear it already. You really did kill it. Yeah. Uh, well, advice that I would give. Sorry, bringing it back. Bringing it back. Advice that I would give to uh, a younger musician would be um, try and I would say try and play with as many people as you can. If you're if you're planning on like pursuing a career playing with other people like as a studio musician or a session player or even if you're just planning on like just finding a band or whatever learn how to play with other people because that is so crucial to like just being a musician is being able to like plug in and like you know like kind of drag and drop yourself into whatever situation is needed you know uh i mean that that's kind of how i found how i found these guys for a lot of it i mean I, I went to an arts high school uh, in, in Dallas, and so I had like four years of being able to play with like basically the same people for four years. I was in a jazz combo there, and mm-hmm. so I played with the same people for four years. I got to know them and how they played, and you learn other people's musical language when you play with other people, and that that sure. is very, very important. <laughs> yeah. And so uh, that's what I mean. So that in high school prepared me for playing with these guys. Because now I've gotten to learn their musical language, and so I can listen to them better. I can I, I hear what they're doing. There's so many times that Noah and I will just be <laughs> messing around, like while we're like when we're rehearsing, and he and I will just like start doing something, and then we'll just sync up somehow, and then we'll like play something, and then we'll just end at the same time because it's like, all right, we're gonna start something, and then me and Noah are just like, and then we just end at the same time, and it always it always amazes me that we just know each other that well. Whoa. That we just do that shit. So I, that that's huge advice I would give is is play with his play play with a ton of people and when you find people that you enjoy playing with, stick with them. Yeah. My advice is to watch the movie The Pick of Destiny by yes. Tenacious D, and then that's all the advice I have. <laughs> yeah, I could, I agree with that. That's, that's, that's all it takes is uh, is uh, a magic pick and some mushrooms. Yeah. About it. Yeah. All right, be Eddie Van Halen. So, uh, who are the three people that have been the most influential to you guys, like musicians or otherwise? Dude, I mean, as as a band, I would say Jimi Hendrix, right? Agreed. Jimi Hendrix, Led Zeppelin, Zeppelin, agreed. All right, the third is up to you guys. Herbie Hancock. Yeah, I'd say jazz in general. Yeah. Yeah. Greater entity. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good mix. Yeah. All right. Yeah, so yeah, I agree with that. Huh? Seventies right, wow. jazz. Unilater- that then, was quick and, and unilateral. Like, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like a tiny smattering of rage thrown in there. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, more in the past than now. Yeah, I was gonna say that's this album does past. not have as much rage no, in it. No, no, no. <laughs> I love it. All right. So speaking of this album and that kind of, so where can our listeners find you online? Like where's your hub? Um, we have a website called www.downboy.dog. Yes, you can have dot dog. Nice. Dog. So, um, that'll put you wherever you need to go. I mean, we're also like Downboy music on Instagram and just Downboy on Spotify, which is kind of like the, the main streaming platform. Is it yeah. Downboy we, Music on Twitter and Facebook too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. and we we are verified on Spotify, <clears> so <throat> so it is Downboy. We got a blue check mark next to it to our name, so you can find us. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and then yeah, it is, yeah, Downboy Music on Everything Instagram. Else. Yeah, yeah. Every, I was gonna say uh, you can find us on Spotify. As far as music goes, Spotify, all the iTunes, places. yeah, all the places. Apple yeah. Music, YouTube Music, Google Music, yeah. Whatever. And I even put it on SoundCloud. Yeah, yeah there it is. Oh. Well, even on SoundCloud, beautiful, awesome. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, and play uh, your new single, "Can't Help Myself," if you don't mind. We'll take a listen to that, and we'll, we'll be right back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
Fuck yeah. That 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 freaking rips you guys. Uh so I mean tell us a little bit of process about the process of recording the new album. Uh we went to this place called Sputnik Sound. Um it's kind of an innovative studio run by Vance. Uh Oh. <laughs> Wait. Oh no. Oh man. I forgot the people's names. They're famous, dude. Or whatever. They're like good recording engineers. Two really good recording engineers. And it's split by them. Um, and we we went there with this concept of having like it's this kind of like a record about it starts in darkness and then this is like the middle point. Um, can't help myself where you're kind of admitting that like you can't do anything to save yourself from yourself. Vance Powell. I was going to say, I wanted to say it was Vance Powell. I was like, I want to say Powell, but I want to be correct. It's Vance Powell and uh, uh, and Mitch Dane are the two guys who run it. Okay, oh, yeah. cool. That's good. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> but, uh, okay, process. Go. Process. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. We went in there. We've been playing this song for years. This is like the first downboard song. Actually. And yeah, uh, that's true. it's had all this time to kind of breathe. And um, we we just went in the mi- with the mindset of like playing the, the verse and the chorus twice and, yeah. and then letting go and seeing where it went. And the jam, we kind of added some guitars and some flavors on top of it. And it turned into this kind of like wild, like it almost gets Latin sometimes. I don't know. Like it's <laughs> And then... We knew we were, we were like we're gonna slow down at the end. And somehow mm-hmm. we did that together at yeah. the studio. Well, yeah, I was gonna say I don't know this this like like uh, like Nathan said we've we've been playing this song for years. This was like the first Downboy song. Like this was the first song I'm pretty sure Nathan wrote for the band. Um, and so we've it's we've gotten to see it like grow for years it started off as one thing we've got we it's fun because we have these early recordings yeah. of this song <laughs> that uh that we just like have locked away in the vault i or listened whatever. to it the other day it's and it bad. it's just interesting because nathan sang a different way like he sings a lot more health healthy Help, now yeah. like, <laughs> uh he used to put a lot of like growl and grit on his voice and it's just interesting <laughs> watching seeing the growth of this song into what it is now and i love this version it's such a it's it's really solid. This is the definitive version, you know. It's the definitive. Right on. Uh, so um, it, I, I love it. Um, now you mentioned layering on guitars. Like you guys are a three piece, so you're obviously bass, drums, and keys, right? Yeah, yeah. So, like, do you guys ever bring in live guitarists or live shows? Or oh, is- well, it, it used to not have any keys in it. It used to be just guitar. So the ah. keys are the new thing. Huh. So, but but live, we never really bring any anyone else like we our lives that we've always said that we want to somehow capture the live experience or whatever you want to call it like in the studio and this was it got there but it it still kind of required some other stuff to fill it out but man when we play live it's just i don't know it we 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 play it a different way so that all the kind of it doesn't sound as empty as you think we somehow make it work yeah absolutely well, yeah, we just, it, I think it, it goes back to what I, what I, what I was talking about earlier is we played together so long yeah. and we know how each other, we know how each other speaks musically. Like we know that it's like, okay, if you take a space here, it's like, that gives me a little bit of room to breathe. Or it's like, yeah. if someone takes the reins, it's like, all right, let's follow them. Like, let's just go, let's do it. 
Yeah. I don't know. And then sometimes we just throw shit out there and we just try something new live, which is a ton of fun. We'll just yeah. do it a different way or something. Because when, when you're live, you're like, there's this energy. And it's so hard to replicate that yeah. without you being like, it's a show. Fuck it. Yeah. yeah. Well, oh, and something else is is a lot of the songs that we play live are songs that we have been playing for years. We, yeah. we have kind of what I like to call like down boy essentials or like like the real book of down boy like we've just got a bunch of songs that we've been playing for the years no book. it's true we've just got songs that we know that we can whip out at any time and be like all right call out a song that we and it's like all right can't help myself we played can't help myself so many times you could call it at any down boy show we'll just be like all right you got it we played it a million times it's true so sometimes live we're just like all right we played it li- we played it this way a million times let's play it faster let's play it slower let's make yeah. it a different groove like i don't know it's fun to mix it up yeah <laughs> yeah fuck yeah uh so what was the moment y'all knew that you wanted to be musicians dude oh, i was i was like five and and i heard what did i say by ray charles i've told you guys this too many times it's it's dumb but i mean like that was the first song i fell in love with and I thought the drum sounded like pots and pans I, I just those are the things I remembered and then I learned the blues scale like a week later and then then the blues became foundational in my relationship with music y'all so yeah. I uh, I initially went to the school of rock where we now work here in Nashville but I went to one in Pennsylvania and that was like the center point of like you know playing because I was in the house band and we like played around and like exposed me to a lot of older music that I probably would not have heard because I came from New York City and I had like rap and like Lil Wayne (laughs) and then I started listening to Zeppelin and like (laughs) older older shit and it was really good for my drumming as well as you know just being a you know knowledgeable musician so um, I would say like some point midpoint of School of Rock I was like yeah I want to do this and then you know, you go to college for it, and then you're kind of stuck. <laughs> so, <laughs> but <laughs> it's not negative. Oh, it's a positive so thing. Stuck. It's a positive oh, no. thing. It's a positive thing to be stuck in the in a good way. All right, next, next. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, I, I I started playing music when I was in like third grade. I started out playing piano, and then I eventually played saxophone, and then I eventually played bass, and I started playing bass when I was in like eighth grade, and that was when I like that's when I knew I was like, I I knew I wanted to be a bass player whenever I started playing bass in eighth grade, and it started with "Feel Good Inc." by the Gorillas. Nice. Uh, that bass line, so good. And, so good. And I wanted to, and I want. I was like, I want to learn that. And my dad just happened to have a bass and a bass amp, and so I learned the bass line just like on my own. Nice. Um, That's so and awesome. my dad was like, do you want to take lessons for this? And I was like, yeah. And so I started doing that. So that was like eighth grade. But I feel like I, I, I really decided I wanted to pursue being a musician when I got to college. And I actually met these guys because I went to high school for jazz, uh, jazz bass. And being, in a, being around a bunch of jazz players <laughs> can be sometimes really not so fun. fun. Uh, cause a lot of them have very big egos. And so Woo. jazz as a whole kind of left a bad taste in my mouth after that. And jazz so I went dead. to college to do music business at Belmont. 
So I wasn't a music major at Belmont. I was in music business. And that's what I was like, I'm just going to do the business side of music because I love music, but I'm just going to do this side. But then I met these guys and I started playing with them and I was like, maybe music is not so bad. Music is not so bad. So honestly, yeah. So so pursuing music, I, I met I met these guys in college and it kind of changed that for me again. So yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. So what's your guys' favorite curse word? Fuck. Yeah, oh, really? Probably. Mm. I mean, I asshole. I like it like a combination. Motherfucker. Ah, that one's good too, but it's like you cocksucking motherfucking cunt, like something <laughs> like that, like a, like a yeah, because I because I hear I you like say I that. like the, the the most intense ones all at once because I hear you say that all the time. <laughs> Maybe I, I just playing. I heard a drawly <laughs> asshole in there somewhere, and that was just beautiful. Yeah, yeah, that, was, that was that's, Nathan. That, I, that's what I like. <laughs> you like asshole? <laughs> yeah, all right, cool. Asshole. As a treat, you know. Um, <laughs> also, you know what? I'm just gonna throw this one in there. I'm just gonna throw in the obligatory bitch. I like calling people bitch. Oh yeah. Mm. You know what? You bitch. Like uh, you know. Or it's Britney, bitch. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. <laughs> Whenever Third all of us say bitch. that, Britney fucking Spears, man. Got to got to set her free. Uh, yes, set her free from her father. Right. Hopefully, one day, I, I dream we can live in a world where Britney Spears is capable of making her own decisions about her life and career. Um, you know what? Amen, sister. Yes. All right. It's like Carol Baskin. <laughs> what? <laughs> no. Carol Baskin, no. Uh, it may, I mean, maybe we feed Britney's dad to tigers. I don't know. Maybe, Tiger yeah. Out there. Uh, so, what's your guys' favorite piece of gear? Snare drums. <laughs> oh, that's such a good question. And bass pedals. Oh, fuck. I can't decide. It's probably snares, though. I, I, have, I think snares. Yeah. I have this more pedal. A uh, more pedal? Wow. Okay. I want to hear yeah. this. I, I bought it off a guy I actually went to high school with, but like we were, I was in, it was, I, I had graduated college. I think he had too. And he was like, I'm selling this pedal. And I kind of spontaneous bought it because I was like, you know what? That seems like a cool pedal because it has it has an octaver function on it that goes an octave above and an octave below. Are you talking about the more pure octave? I think I can't, Is it brown? I can't remember because I haven't I haven't I haven't really used my pedal board in a while because we haven't had a need to. So I haven't looked at, at it in a while. Ooh. Yeah, go COVID. <laughs> um, but but it's great and it has a swell function on it. So, so you can, you can make it, make it kind of like, like into sound. It's great. Yeah. And then on top of that, I had this, it's the pedal, the pedal button on, on the pedal right now is, is messed up. I need to get it fixed, but I have an envelope filter as well. Oh yeah. And the more pedal combined with the, with the, uh, with the envelope filter is just the funkiest shit I've heard. And it makes me so happy. (laughs) I feel like I've, I feel like Thundercat, and that's awesome. I love it. The envelope. <laughs> so that's me. Anyway. Oh, I have to do a shout out to the amp I got today or yesterday. I got like a, it's like a Marshall, uh, it's like a 20 watt plexi. So mm. the plexi is like the old school Marshall that like Jimi Hendrix would use and, and oh. crank to 10. And, but they, they like hug the notes 
in a way that American style amplifiers don't. Like I just went from a Fender to a British amplifier more, and it just cool. the way the thing responds and it just like it projects and and it gets this like attack that you don't get otherwise and you hear things in your playing that you don't hear otherwise and it's like really cool. Jim Marshall was a drummer. He was a drummer. I know. <laughs> and the the first thing <laughs> that they the first amp it was like Jim and then JTM, a JTM. There's some other dude in there. Mm. It was like JNT something mm. or JNM something, whatever. Anyway. So shout out to Marshall. Shout out and to Marshall. All right. They're we're looking for sponsorships here. So, you know. Uh, uh, Mark Bass. <laughs> Mark Bass. Wait, no, no, I also, Tom, Tom and Drums. I have to, wait, I got this thing called the Foxy Tone Box. Have you heard of this pedal? The Foxy anyway. Tone Box? No, I don't the think Fox- I have. Okay, it's a new pedal. It's like 150 bucks, and it's like clothed in velvet. Like it, it's it's orange velvet, and it's just like a box, and it's an octaver, and and and, and uh, 70s fuzz, and it's so cool. Ooh. And everyone should have it. Every, I I want it. You, the way you just described it made me want one. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, once COVID's over and I have money to spend on gear again, you know, we'll we'll look into that. Uh, mm-hmm. So you guys have made it. You know, it's your, you're going on your international tour. You're on your private jet and you're flying to Europe or whatever. And the plane's going down. And for whatever Uh reason, you've got your record collection in there and you have time to grab three records before, you know, to play on your coconut powered radio (laughs) before the, before you have to dive out with the parachutes. What three records are you grabbing? Who wants to go first? Uh, I gotta think about it. Okay, Led Zeppelin one. I'm just gonna do it. All okay, right, Led yeah, Zeppelin one. Uh, probably Lateralis by Tool. Yeah. And then for the third one, fuck, I might have to go with Take Off Your Pants and Jacket by Blink One Eighty Two. Wow. Awesome. Okay, yeah. that's right. a combo. Yeah. Nice. yeah. That's it. <laughs> do you know you? Um. Yeah, I think I can do this. Really? So, <laughs> Headhunters. Yeah, oh, God. All right. uh, so, Headhunters is Herbie Hancock. Uh, oh, God. Um, <laughs> act, uh, act Two um, by the Deer Hunter. Uh, and, oh, shit. Texas by Play Radio Play. All right. I just realized I stuck to my drum sets because all three of my drum sets are named after Danny Carey, John Bottom, and Travis Barker. <laughs> all three. <of> them. <laughs> That's great. So at least I'm staying true to that. That's so time. awesome. They're all named after their middle names. So Landon, Henry, and Edwin. Oh mm-hmm. man, man, that was such a that's hard, man. That's such a hard question. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, now you're now you're stuck on that island with those for the next. Luckily, you're all together, and you I have mean, nine love, records, I, right? I you love can... all three of those albums, and I and I have listened to the shit out of all of those albums. Like I, <laughs> I love them, so that's fine. <laughs> like, there's so many more. I want. I love them, and that's fine. All right, Nathan, that go. Me of Come on. I just I don't. God, it's so uh, hard. My funny Valentine. Well, no, Miles Davis. I, I, well, I probably headhunters, honestly. And then, yeah, but also, what, what if we're we're on the island? Oh, oh, yeah, oh, he already has oh, headhunters. Okay, dude. no replicates. Fine. Um, Replications. Then Zeppelin two. Okay, yes, fine. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. that. I mean, and then Zeppelin one's better. Okay, 
I know it's cheesy, but Dark Side of the Moon. Oh, yeah. You have to get Pink Floyd in there. Like, Fuck. Oh, I wish first, I got Wish You Were Here. That was the first That's song the I got. Would... The first album I got high to. And, and was like, whoa. <laughs> if I could pull out the line. vinyl of Wish You Were Here and shove it in Lateralis, then I would jump out with that. Mm. I would cheat. I would do a quick little a shift quick change. Switcheroo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, dude, well then, okay. The, and then I would have to get the songs for Groovy Children. Which okay. is because every Jimi Hendrix performance at the Fillmore. The band so, Gypsies, yeah. It's band That's Gypsies. Oh, That's man. what I'd have to have. There we go. Damn. Ah, oh, Band of Gypsies. Oh, man. I can't live without it. Or the original Gypsies. record. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I was like, I should have said Band of Gypsies. That's such a good album. Yeah. It is all six songs, though. You mentioned oh, uh, Dark Side of the Moon. If you ever get a chance, there's this, uh, I don't know if you've heard of it, there's this uh, bluegrass group called Poor Man's Whiskey, and they did right. a bluegrass hmm. cover version of Dark Side of the Moon, the whole album front to back. Oh, and I, I've, I've heard the reggae that, Dark yeah. Side of the Moon. I cannot wait. The Easy's All-Stars. I highly they recommend They all, all, all of the Dark Side of the Moon reggae. I cannot wait. Because I saw them on Halloween two years ago, and they played it front to back to uh, The Wizard of Oz. Well, oh, that's sick. Oh, my God. Bluegrass yeah. is probably sick for that. It was fucking amazing. Um, so, yeah, highly recommended. Uh, but, yeah, those are some great choices. So you guys will be you guys will be okay until, you know, they find yeah. you with your, your sad volleyball. Um, or we just die with those records. Either way, you know. That's okay. I die with those records. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> this is probably mostly for Nathan. Uh, what do you like to write about typically, lyrically? My struggle with what I consider to be God at the time. Like, and which is... I'm trying to stop. I'm 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 trying to steer away from writing about that. But that is like what I've been dealing with, with the past couple of albums, and um, just like like what is light and what is darkness, and and then what's the life that's lived in between those two things. And that's kind. Of, I mean, that's just simply most things that I write about. <laughs> no, I can totally relate. Like that was like my first two albums too. I mean, my band's called Golden Plates, right? So it, I was yeah. living in Salt Lake City, Utah at the time. So, it, you oh, know, wow. it was, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, it was all about you know, like I had an entire album that was like you know the order of the Catholic commandments, like Golden Plates, <laughs> yeah. because Joseph Smith. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm that's, just I'm my um so it. sorry. I don't understand. That's good. That's because <laughs> Joseph Smith looked oh, okay, into okay. the golden plates yeah. and he saw Dude, right. whatever Mormonism that. is. That's badass. Yeah. So, you know, for for years my whole shtick was making fun of Mormons and various other, you know, Christian sects and until I finally kind of got over that and now I'm just mad at my dad. So uh, <laughs> yeah. ah, there it is. <laughs> You healed the wounds, right? You know? And your dad is kind of God, so you know, <laughs> did create you. So uh, you have to fight God in all of his forms. Exactly, exactly. Uh, <laughs> what drives you guys as a band? What drives us as a band? Yeah, not a car. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we have no drive. It's got to be all the money that we're making yeah. right now, man. <laughs> Mostly the money. Right, I got my I got my twelve dollars Spotify royalties the other day. That was nice. Yeah, isn't that great? Oh, it's a lot. Um, I think it's honestly just the fact that we know that we can't 
do this with anyone else. And like yeah. when we play together and we communicate, like, you know, you can talk to people and have a relationship with someone. Then when you play with people, that's like a relationship you can't explain, but you, you experience it every time you get together. And like, we're just kind of, I think that just means something to all of us. Or at least I'd like to think that. No, absolutely. No, I 100% agree with that. Like this, this, we've, I, I say this to pretty much everyone I tell about this band is down boy is the three of us or it's none of us. Yeah. Like that, that's how it is. And I felt that way for a very long time. And I feel like we all feel that way that this band would not happen with any other, any other people. Yeah, that's true. It's, there have been attempts (laughs) and it just didn't work, you know? Um, it's just not the same. It's just not the same. We we know we know each other too uh, too intimately musically to <laughs> be with anyone else. Hey, yes, I did mean for no, that to sound a like, little bit sexual. Would you, like talk about, would you like to talk about our intimacy, Noah? No. <laughs> Noah and Nathan are like an old married couple. No, we're not. Yes, they are. No, we're not. Yes, we, we are. are. No, we're not. <laughs> you I mean, you work together. You've lived together. Like. There's, there's some, together. That's, that's, some, that's some intimacy right there for sure. Uh, and the name Down Boy, like Down Boy, is like my favorite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The song. There's no connection there, is there? No. Okay, just checking. <laughs> that was we, we came up with the name, and then immediately was, we were like, "Well, that's a song." And we were like, it's, well, all, "It's also a song by Mo." Yeah. It's also a makeup company. Yeah, I know. It's lots of things. So sue us. And there's another band that I got mad at. And then they're like, we're not even big yet. Don't get pissed at us, bro. And I, like, <laughs> their whole thing. I, I, I think it all comes from, uh, you know, the actual phrase down boy when you would be talking to a dog and he's yes. trying to hump your legs. Yeah. So I, I don't think that there's a lawsuit waiting to happen there. Uh, uh, no. <laughs> right. Free reign. Free reign, right? Fair use, right? That's that's the and word. And you know what? Right? We're verified on Spotify, so all right. whatever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You guys are golden. You guys are golden. You have all your you have your ducks in a row. Blah blah. You know, you might want to trademark something at some point, but you know, it's you're good. Uh, so here's my favorite part of the show. It's it's time for hot takes. So what is your pop unpopular opinion that you know is true about? <laughs> literally anything uh, the music that harry styles has been putting out recently slaps dude i love who's the korean who who does uh uh firework the, the i don't korean, know i don't know man. bts i love the bts song with the dancing koreans <laughs> i don't know they're the most popular about. band in the world like, i don't think that's an unpopular opinion it's K-pop. What? Oh, I guess it's an unpopular opinion for me, I suppose. So, it is. all right. So, it's so smooth. Whatever. Dude. Scratch, scratch so my sm- answer then. I just, I'm <laughs> adding myself as a Harry Styles it's fan. It's so smooth and they all dance like Michael Jackson. It's awesome. I really like Dua Lipa. I don't know if that's really popular, though. Yeah. Everyone loves her. So, uh, that's not unpopular. Let's, let's just stick away, let's steer away from music here because you're just, you're just okay. naming really popular oh. pop bands. Okay, okay. Fair <laughs> enough, fair <laughs> enough. Sorry. Yeah, we're just, just like guilty pleasures. That was guilty pleasures. Okay, well then... Uh, hot take. Go. Hot take. I don't know. I don't know. My hot take is... Like CIA my my favorite Kenneth. one that I've heard so far is one of our <laughs> guests uh, said that he's not sure about the original shape of the Earth. 
um, whether or not it's round or, you know, a more discular shape. Uh, right. Mine would be that ketchup belongs in the garbage and nowhere else. Uh, you know. Wow. You Okay. Interesting. I don't like bananas. <laughs> <laughs> the what? Yeah. Hot take, Nathan. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Just what about it. you? What about you? Here, I, I got, uh, uh, I don't know, I got one, but it's not as hot as uh, the shape of the earth one, man. Uh, uh, I think that When Harry Met Sally is the perfect rom-com and oh all God. others pale in comparison. Oh, wow. Even 50, 500 days a summer? Not even close. Uh, well, all right. All right. Bold, bold statement. Not even close. Okay, I like putting, like, ice cream on weird things like burgers and, like, hot dogs and fries <laughs> and stuff. Um, I think it's really, like, sweet and, you know, salty. So. I, I believe I in you. Medium. That's juicy. I, Sometimes bloody. I always dip <laughs> fries in my milkshake if I get a milkshake. Okay, that's fair. The fries are one thing, but, like, what about, like, meat? Meat and ice cream. <laughs> I, I that's what I'm it. saying. Like, I want to try it now. But that is weird as fuck, yeah. I, I've yeah. never seen that <laughs> like, done. Like. Not- I want I want it now though. I might go make myself some burger ice cream. I do have both of those things upstairs. I could do it. Let's do it. No. All right, band meeting. I'm no, 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 no. It's my ice cream. Emphasis on the I'm meat. Gonna, yeah, just a lot of meat, a lot of ice cream. <laughs> you went to a, like a restaurant. Here, like. I love it. It's my meat cream. Hey, listen, please you come like out. a scoop of ice it's cream called, on that burger. It's called for no, me. it's meat creamsicles. <laughs> that's, that's disgusting. <laughs> oh lord. So, what anyway. uh, when you tell people that you're in a band, what do you feel like a common misconception? Like, what do you think they think about that that is wrong? I like that we're probably a successful band because <laughs> 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 then they'd be wrong, you know. But no, no, I mean, I don't know. That was like, pretty hard. Man. <laughs> yeah, wow. wow, that was a hot take. <laughs> Come on, that's a, that's a that's a dark joke at our own expense. No, I know. Um, no, so like I don't know. What did, do people get wrong about what? what? what, what do, do people get wrong? What do people get wrong? I, I just what I, I, what I normally don't like Words. when I tell people I'm in a band. I don't like people just automatically assuming that I have a ridiculously huge ego and that I'm probably a douchebag or something. Like well, that's what I are. that's what I don't. Right, right. <laughs> but you don't want people to assume that. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. JK <laughs> No, but <laughs> yeah, no, that, that that's what I I mean, that's what I just hope is that I don't I don't want people to just automatically think that I'm super self centered and selfish and shit like that. And you know I guess that everyone everyone has their days, you know, but I don't like to say that I'm consistently selfish. I'll tell I'll tell you what people get wrong is that whenever well in Nashville, everyone wants you to be in their band or like they're like, <laughs> yeah. hey, man, dude, you want to come jam? And yeah, like, like we have time. Oh yeah. Or they're like, dude, you want to just be on this track and I'll just like throw you some butt or something like that. Or like, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, doing favors for people musically. Yeah, I know. You kind of feel like a little... But that's kind of a national thing, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I don't... Yeah. 
I don't know that that exists anywhere else. Like here in San Diego, like I wish someone, you know, like, like once in a while someone asked me to be on their track and I'm like, fuck yeah, let's do this. And then they never right. show up. <laughs> like, oh, that also uh, happens a lot. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, but yeah. Uh, so where do you guys see Down Boy in the next two to three years? Hopefully on the road. Yeah, that's the main thing we've been trying to do. We've yeah. never toured. We've never tried going anywhere else or playing any, anywhere else. But Only like within a few hours. Yeah, like Clarksville. We love playing there. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, my playing Kentucky. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. But we're going to try to do it and like do it ourselves. Because, I mean, it just seems like, you know, nothing will happen unless you try to make it happen. So, um so we're going to try to do that. Or maybe we'll just magically meet someone and they'll be like, hey, look at all these tour dates that we don't have filled. You can fill them. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? Yeah. Come fill our dates. Come fill our dates, bro. <laughs> <laughs> well, you say it like that. Like, come fill our dates, bro. <laughs> I'm, I'm stealing that. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> oh man we have fun here you know we do we do it's important you gotta have fun if you're not having fun why the fuck are you doing it um yeah. so <laughs> speaking of feeling our dates uh still feeling feeling our dates feeling our date what it's a completely different sentence when you say come feel our dates bro <laughs> So a date is about like what that big? Yeah, it's about the same size. Technical size, maybe yeah. one could say. Depending yeah, on if it's dried or not, you know. Date, uh, I know that's what I was thinking. But uh, <laughs> no, speaking of tour dates, what's the best show you guys have ever played? Oh God, oh maybe man. one in Clarksdaleville. Clarksdaleville, Clarksdale? Clarksdale? where are you? There are only Vills here in Tennessee. Oh, not not Ville, like not Nashville, like one of the shows at like Memphisville. <laughs> <laughs> not one of the shows at the compound. You, you think? I mean, they were fun. Those were fun. maybe Exident. No, I don't know. I don't know. We played some good shows at Exident or the end. I don't know, man. That's hard to say. Uh, how about favorite shows? Let's just do favorite shows. Five spot is always fun. Let's let's do favorite shows. Do pick a pick a favorite show. I don't know. They they're all over <clears throat> South Park. I'm I'm choosing one. We played we played a, and it wasn't original music, but we played a cover show. Oh, that was a good show. At a, at a place here in Nashville, it was like basically a house show, out in the middle of the woods, so no one around, so we could play music as loud as we wanted. We did a cover show there. What were the covers? Uh, we did Lemon Song. Eminem. We did Lemon oh. Song. No, no, we just threw that in there. But we did, we did Lemon Song by Zeppelin. We did Black Dog by Zeppelin. We did, Black yeah, yeah, we did. We did uh, Who Knows by Jimi Hendrix. Uh, we also did Band of Gypsies. Sorry, Band yeah. of Gypsies, my bad. Technically, which is now a slur. Anyway, uh, we also did something very else. Nice. We we did um, the Rage Against the Machine. Yeah, no, we did Machine. we did two two Rage Against the Machine songs. We did we did we did Freedom by Rage Against the Machine. We did that as our as our closer. Nice. No, no, we did, we did uh, the 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 other one. Bulls on Parade. No. Killing Freedom. in the name. Killing in the name. We did Killing in the name. Oh yeah. Because I remember everyone yeah, saying that in. Oh, that's right. Fuck you. But we also did Freedom. 
I guess we, we did both of them. God, I guess we did them both at the end because those are like two incredibly big closers. <laughs> <laughs> but that was back when Nathan like screamed like Zach De La Rocha and was hurting himself it with his voice. It wasn't good. But they were fun shows because we played like really late and like the house that obviously pre-COVID, this was years before COVID. So it was a ton of people packed into this like living room and everyone just screaming you know, killing in the name of and like, fuck you, I won't do what you tell me. Ah, it's just so much fun doing that with people, you know? That was fun. So that's mine. That's I would say that. That's one of my favorite shows that we played. Yeah. <laughs> I would agree. I, that sounds like a fun time. It was. Uh, what, what would it take y'all to get you to quit making music? Nothing. My hands to fall off. Yeah. To be dead. You still, you still, your hand, if your hands fall off, you still wouldn't try to figure out a way to play bass with like prosthetics? Okay, that's okay. Haven't you seen well, those when you feet? say that? <laughs> you seen the beat people? We're going to live forever. So, <laughs> forever. Yeah, I guess, right. I guess, I guess, I, I guess complete death. Complete uh, death. Yeah. Just death. Got it. Sweet. Yeah. And uh, last but not least, if you were me, what question would you have asked yourselves that I didn't? Oh. Oh. What our favorite color is. Oh, yeah. Come on. <laughs> uh, fuck. That's, I blew it. <laughs> that's more important than the name. Uh, I'm just all jokes over here. <laughs> who, our, <laughs> who our favorite visual artist is. All right. Oh. Ooh. Salvador hey. Dali. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. I do like him. I'm down with Sal. Killer Acid. Plug on the back of my phone. They're pretty great. Dude, what's his name? Our guy that made the Andrew. Oh, oh, oh. What is his name? Crazy dude. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is it Schaefer? Logan Schaefer? No, that's not no. what it is. Crazy dude. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, yo, what is his name? Uh, he's, he, he did the album. Schroden Freuden. Yeah. Luke. Sh- Sh- oh, my God. Oh, whatever. There's a guy that did the artwork Schroeder. for our first album, and his, his art's amazing. Schroeder. And he's known as can... only as crazy dude. Yeah, the crazy. <laughs> there you go. There's your plug. I hope he hears this. No, <laughs> no, like, no, no, no. That's so insulting. Is he from Texas? <laughs> what? Um, no. Where Sandy the squirrel is from? <laughs> I'm from Texas. <sighs> I'm from Texas. Like Sandy the squirrel. <laughs> I'm from Texas. What's the song That's she makes? Wish I was back in Texas. That's not what she said. <laughs> oh, God. You guys, this has been great. Do you have any uh, final words for our audience? Seriously, watch Tenacious. Jackson Pollock. <laughs> Listen to our album. That's who it is. Jackson Pollock. I sat here for the last few minutes trying to be like, who's the guy who does the splatter? The, yeah, I like that, and I I have a mug that has one of his paintings, <laughs> Jackson Pollock. And vote, and vote. vote. Yeah, that's it's it's the time to do that. All right, yep. those are those are the, those are the last words. Jackson Pollock, listen to our album, listen, watch Tenacious D, and vote. That's what we're yep. going with. All <laughs> yeah, right, well, in that order. Thank you so much. This has been I, an absolute I blast. I didn't hear you say. I didn't hear you say any final words. I was thinking of Jackson Pollock, man. Oh, whatever. That's fine. Jackson Pollock. 
fun word. We're, we're going with it. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen. Well, this has been Down Boy, and I like your style. <laughs> <laughs>